So all all out, yeah. That's gonna, yeah. It's way too expensive. Yeah, I think it is fifty nine ninety nine. Isn't it crazy though that the inflation for wrestling pay per views have gone down? Like when we were kids, I would say it was like thirty or forty bucks. I mean, at least during the times that I, I say watched it, it was kind of haphazardly watched it, like in in uh college and stuff but i i didn't have any money so i wasn't getting any of the pay-per-views i was just whatever was free on mondays or the uh, that was the extent like you know the pathetic thing like for me like i i had no desire to like watch when i was a kid scrambled porn um (laughs) but i was huge on scrambled wrestling (laughs) I would watch scrambled wrestling okay, constantly. I'm like, that's strange. I think someone's getting hit by a chair. I think <laughs> I can only hear. And then, it like, seems... you listen to the comment uh, the commentators, but you can't. Or you know, you you try to you know they used to have that lead up. Yeah. The the like uh, all right, you know, order now, da, da, da. and you might get a little bit, and then it like flickers off. But sometimes you can like put a glitch in their system and if you just stay on long enough and don't flip don't flip the channel you'll just oh, oh yeah you'll just get pay-per-view for free <laughs> uh for, for a while for like i think 15 minutes in or something like that yeah may, maybe maybe but, i mean that that seems like a difficult watch the, the scrambled the scrambled wrestling it's, program it's like the al- it's like the, the alternative <laughs> it seems like you could be like okay i know what's going on here even though I haven't been here for a while, it's the closest wrestling. I don't know. It's the closest uh, I, to like living in the 1920s. As you're listening to the game, or <laughs> <laughs> everyone gather around, we're just gonna watch scrambly things and listen to Jim Ross try to describe all this. Man, what a what a world that must have been when the only source of sports entertainment was just to gather around the radio. <laughs> And just kind of picture it for yourself. You know, I, I think about that a lot of the old timey. Like, like you realize how bored I get now. Like, I have television. I have all these apps. Uh, like, uh, movies. Every, I can watch literally every movie I've ever wanted to watch. And I sit around, right. the, around the house and I'm like, I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> and it's like, okay, imagine me in the you know little house in the prairie. And I'm like... I have. I, I would just. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> well, you would just have to work sixteen hours a day just to be able to survive. Exactly. That, that's the. That's the answer you to know, all that. But four but years I, old got my got my first job. Yeah, that's right. If you yeah, if you survived the the birthing process and didn't like freeze to death during the winter or something. <laughs> then, then Knocking up my thirteen year old wife. That, <laughs> I, I think that happened often on Little House on the Prairie. I, think that did. I, I haven't read all those books, but I believe that family lost more than one kid 
because they got like lost somewhere and just froze to death outside. <laughs> well, we lost. Well, it doesn't matter. We have thirteen other ones here because we. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Man, what a what a beating! There, yeah. There's no way. There, there's no way if you. I don't know what the stipulation. I don't know how much it would take to be like the hypothetical of would you go back in time like 150 years and live your life but you but you get a certain amount of income within that time but th- that's going to have to be a high number a really high when, number. okay so when you complete it right yeah no i'm saying like if you you go back and you just live your life during that time and during that time you have a certain amount of wealth no, so like you're not, no, no, no. I'm gonna flip. Not, I'm gonna flip this around. It's gotta be. Okay. You gotta just survive. There is no lot of how long. Not you're, you. don't go to a mailbox and there's an allotted fifty dollars. <laughs> no, you gotta like try to survive and don't die. And then at the end, you get like a million dollars. I would never survive. I would die within <laughs> an hour. Die. <laughs> die within an hour. You know, I think you'd probably. F- Maybe, uh, no, maybe, no, I'm just playing. I, I mean, he, yeah. I have one advantage, but other than that, I mean, that's 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 about it. But it is funny, like you watch. I, I think I never grew up watching like that old Yeller movie, but I tried to. I, I watched it like probably like in the last five years, and it's how they like romanticize like colonial <laughs> like i'm like no this is miserable like yeah it's not great like you're sitting there going i'm really hungry it's like well there's something out there go kill it so we can actually eat it's not like ooh, it's yeah. fun it's like no it's miserable at all times no it would have been just awful yeah i don't know we're probably just really soft but i don't care oh yeah we're super soft it, you know Ooh, the electricity went out and, you know, <laughs> and during a blizzard and a few people died. Woo! People like four generations ago had to like dodge a bear just to be able to get a pail of water or dodge something. Dodge a bear. <laughs> I don't think. All right. Well, it's funny how wrestling turns into colonial living or whatever, but that's fine. Yeah, so Daniel Bryan probably uh, making his first appearance with AEW this weekend. Yeah, so let's get let's get into this because I, I think this is a hot topic. We really wanted to talk last week, but it kind of didn't uh, schedules didn't work out. So welcome to another dumb wrestling podcast. I was gonna do this. You like that, don't you? Uh, it's not bad. I was gonna do this where I was gonna have all these little offshoots of another dumb podcast. Where okay. I, I pitched Jacob that he, I was like, "Yo, you can have your uh, TCU dumb sports podcast and call it another dumb TCU podcast." A network, a network is what you're Full launching. Full network, yeah. But there's, it's it's pathetic right now, but that's all right. So uh, yeah, I kind of really did want to, because uh, I, I you and me went in like super hard online to some people after. <laughs> After CM Punk arrived uh, last week, and everyone was all super excited, and and the words were uttered, "Oh, AEW has the momentum. I think they're probably the best uh, wrestling organization right now." And you and me both looked and go, "Shall we? <laughs> shall, shall we jump in?" 
Yeah, it was a very I'm not sure that's correct. Yeah, type moment. But but I don't think it's even the um, you know what we were seeing wasn't even from the standpoint of they have the better program. It was almost like, hey, WWE better watch out or. AEW is basically just going to take over this whole thing pretty soon. When the reality of it is, they are. I, I can't. I don't know. Even know if I can quantify how far away they are from like taking over this market. Okay, I, I'm thinking. I, I don't want to go too far. Like I'm thinking of, uh, you know, in Cleburne, they have like a minor league. Uh, <laughs> like they have like a. I don't even know what they're called. Something railroads or something. But yeah. they they have like a just a semi pro little uh, baseball team, and then you would have like the Rangers. Okay, right. I'm not gonna go over the whole major leagues, but I'm just gonna go with the Rangers. So to compare those, um, and I actually think that there's some like old like old time Rangers that like go and play on those teams, and it's all kind of like or like you remember like the Fort Worth Cats. Right. They would have like league. they yeah. would these independent leagues. They would have, hey, Jose Canseco's coming in for this weekend, <laughs> and you're like, this is ridiculous. This is obviously a clown show. But I I don't want to compare them too much like that because I mean it's let's okay. So before we completely bury AEW, let's talk about the good things that they are doing. Okay. Okay. They have a TV deal. That is a very good start. Okay, they to, have plenty of money. Plenty of money behind. Pl- plenty of money. They they are not short of money. They have a uh, again. I think we went to the owner. He's worth seven seven point seven billion dollars. So not short of money. So they have a TV deal, which being on TV is really big. You can have all the wrestling you want to have, but if no one's watching it, or no one right. has access to watch it. I mean, it's on TNT and TBS, so um, fairly, you know, prominent. I mean, I guess it's still on cable. It's not on regular Fox or something like that, but it's still, you know, most people can, if they want to consume wrestling, they can go find that. Yeah, So for sure. And I would say the talent, in a sense, uh, there are some very talented guys that are on the roster. And, and like there's not bums on there. There's very talented guys who were former WWE guys and then some that if they wanted to go to the WD, WWE, I think they could jump right in. So and that'll be that'll be interesting long term how that plays out. Now, the fact that they have plenty of money behind them will probably keep most of their, you know, the stars that they're growing internally um, or developing internally keep them from making that jump. Because that's, that's been my thing is, uh, you know, it's, it's, they have a TV deal. They have a level of relevancy for sure. But like the first time one of their top three or four guys moves and goes to WWE, like that's probably just like the beginning of the end for them. But who knows if and when that's ever going to happen. I well, mean, maybe I th- they got enough money to keep everybody and have them stay loyal. Well, I think, again, yes, you got to keep them. But, like, I'm going to pull off a few names and let me tell you if you know. But if, like, Jungle Boy and Darby, whatever the hell his name is. 
Darby Allen. Darby Allen and uh, what's that one page guys? Um, Adam Page. Adam Page. So like yeah. those three dudes develop up. They're really got a good, and they get the offers to WWE, and they jump ship. You think that would be pretty devastating? Oh, for, for sure. I mean, the, the margin of error is it's two totally different worlds. Like, and it's been interesting to see because I think uh, you know Rusev moved over. And he has the TNT title, which is super cheesy, but you know whatever. Which I'll compare to the WCW TV title. That's basically what it is. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but it's which was spare. It was spare. <laughs> so they've put they've put a belt on him, and obviously Moxley had it for a while. But they haven't. They've done a good job of not just following the. Uh, hey, here's this guy we got from WWE, and immediately. You know he has a big title run. They they've used them as characters and storylines and all that because my thing when you know when some of these guys started leaving, I'm like, well, if AEW is just gonna put a title on all of them, I mean, from from my perspective, I'm like, you're not really doing anything other than hey, here's these guys that I really thought would get a push in WWE, and they didn't, but now you're just giving them the entertainment of seeing the same guys over here. But I, I don't. I wouldn't even view that as like a separate product. I would just be like, "Hey, they slightly changed Alistair Black's name, and now I'm seeing him <laughs> win." And that's it. And I think that, to their credit, they haven't just done that because that, that could have been an easy thing to do. But I think that would have grown pretty stale, pretty fast. Interesting. Well, I, I still think. Now let me say, I'm. I am. I'm not anti AEW. I think um, everything that they're doing, not everything. Uh, I think what they're doing is not a bad thing for overall wrestling. Like, I think it's not a bad thing to have multiple uh, places for people to develop and people to, uh, you know, I mean, it'd be great if Adam Page gets over and then eventually goes, you know what? I'm making pretty good money here. You know how much ungodly amounts of money I can make working <laughs> at WWE? Right. And so that's not a bad thing to be this feeder league. And and what I think they did good also is that they came in and they go, oh, we're we're not competing with WWE. Even though they're kind of inching into this, into this <laughs> platform now where they're like, oh, we're pretty comparable. And now I'm going, you need to pump your brakes and still realize, like, compete with NXT, I think that's doable. You might be able to compete with NXT. Don't sit here and try to compete with WWE because you're just going to get smacked and you're going to go to the graveyards of uh, WCW and TNA. That's that's what's going to happen to you. So, But they've... They've also like they've started. They had the I guess it's the Wednesday night show, and they have their Friday night stuff. But it doesn't start until, or it's not broadcast until after SmackDown is over. Yes, which is a is a smart Pretty move. Smart why move. would you? Why why would you even try to compete? You know, for for that time slot because I think they would know with that show that's a losing battle. And but but they you know they're like NXT we can. We can take them on head to head, and we feel like, well, one that they could, uh, from a viewership standpoint, they could beat them, and two, it's a good measuring stick because if 
they couldn't outdraw NXT consistently. You might it's, as well it's, it's, just, just pack it up. up shop. Just pack it yeah. up. Because yeah, and I mean, they, yeah, yeah, that's that's a big part. Yeah, you that was a good measuring stick of just being like, all right, can we do something competitive? And they proved, I think, in the last few years, they can't do something competitive, but at a much smaller scale. Right. You know. I think you just have to. I, I don't know. I think if you're a, uh, I think what I compared it to was AEW is like the the indie band that somebody really likes and they tell you like, uh, I don't listen to, I don't go see, I don't listen to Metallica anymore. I listen to this other band that's playing over at trees and they're, they're way better. And I'm like, Oh, well, you know, I guess that's fine, but that band's going to be playing at trees for the next 15 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's just who, that's just who they are. Max occupancy is at 300 and that's really going to have to stay at. And I think you, I think even you, because I think I at first I was a little excited about AEW, and then I think you really put it in perspective to me. Whenever, uh, so money, you know, the now we're bringing back the crowds, you know, money in the banks over at the, uh, you know, at the, um, what the hell, the Dickies Arena. Yeah, right. And you know, huge arena and you know, large crowd. And you told me where AEW is doing theirs over at the. <laughs> The Gar uh, Garland Community Center or wherever it was. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I was like, oh, I mean, and again, they're gonna have their big moments. I think that that CM Punk at the United Center was huge. Was huge, and it was, and it was really interesting kind of thing where I was like, this big, huge wrestling event. CM Punk comes out and you're like you feel the energy even from your television you feel it as it's going and then you're kind of like holy crap and then you see like these AEW um you know logos and it kind of brings you back and you're like oh this is not WWE this is another <laughs> like it really because for a second you're kind of like oh yeah CM Punk's back uh, oh yeah he's at the other place you know but but now they have to do something with it. Yes. And we have to see. We have to see if CM Punk still has anything and what can they construct. Like, does he go over big and immediately, you know, contend for something? Or do they use him to put somebody else over? Like, how are they going to play this? Or is it going to be I, kind of like a whoop and then it just, just, yeah. oh, we never did anything. Right. right. I yeah. mean, it's it's a huge moment at the beginning, but that's... That's a, uh, in the grand scheme of things, that's the easy part. That he wanted to come back. They kind of think they kind of gained his trust as an organization. You know that he didn't have that kind of trust with with Vince over at WWE. And then of course, yeah, he debuts. We, uh, you know, it wasn't a complete secret. It was pretty expected. Yeah. It's it like was, in his hometown. It was pretty great though that everyone. Oh, I thought it was awesome. Everything. Everybody went to this event going. I'm pretty sure he's gonna show up, but I guess he might. I don't know. I don't know. But they all went there to. I mean, because it wasn't announced. It was not saying CM Punk not shows up formally. tonight. No, which was in interesting. This age in this day and age, we we knew, we knew that it was very likely. And then, you know, that moment was the was that the day before? Yeah, I think that was the day before SummerSlam, and I think WWE was pretty sure he was going to debut as well because they certainly had some things up their sleeve 
they're like, okay, well, we have to, if we can't match this, we've got to at least push back as much as we can from the, you know, from the surprise and pop standpoint. I, I do think it's funny. Uh, like if the rumors were going rampant and they were going, man, we got a big night and debuting Matthew Adams. <laughs> And everyone's like, "What the fuck is that?" You remember? <laughs> you, you might m- remember him from uh, WWE as Buddy Murphy, but <laughs> and he just comes out to like they would riot, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they just didn't know that night uh, whether Punk was coming out. Well, you mentioned like it was a chance it wasn't going to happen at all, but is it going to happen at the very end? Is it is it going to close the show? Oh my god! Yeah, you know, I I remember watching. Well, I got home. Um, I got home and I had recorded. I didn't, I even did a stupid of like, I'm not going to read anything. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to watch this. So put everybody to bed, turn it on. And it just, boom, it happens. And I kind of go, they they did that right. You can't, you can't go and, um, reveal this, you know, late in the night or, you know, I'm even wa- I'm rewatching a um, um, go go watch OSW uh, OSW review on YouTube. They're they're doing a a uh, they do uh, wrestling pay per view arcs and they review like old things that happened back in the day. And their their next arc that they're doing is uh, the Ultimate Warrior in WCW in 1998. Okay. So pretty comparable, I think you can probably say, yeah. as, as somebody who has been gone for a really long time and then shows up in a new thing. And yeah, they, they like, uh, and, and again, I, I haven't even watched the show. I only watched the review of the, sh- or the show. And they revealed, you know, uh, the Ultimate Warrior like in the middle of the show. Like they didn't even end hmm. on him. Yeah. It was really like, uh, uh, like it was a really big pop, like, because everyone. Right. I think some people knew, but no one really knew knew. But I was like, "Yeah, you gotta just let that off right then and there." Because and you saw how that crowd was. That crowd was ape shit before oh, yeah. the music went out. And you see the CM Punk signs everywhere, and you're like, "They better break a CM Punk out here really bad." <laughs> no, I think you would have to either open it with him, or you, if you have something like that, you close the show with it. Your yeah. TV production is fades out with that person you know standing in the ring though but yeah and but i will say uh i think uh the following week rampage numbers fell like five hundred thousand. uh (laughs) the next week yeah it was yeah and i think i even tried to watch it and i was like eh, i don't care like again well some of this whole thing is is just him. It doesn't matter what organization it's with. I mean, if uh, if if Ring of Honor had signed him, there'd be a big spike in their viewership on whatever channel that they're on. I don't think you they're know, on a channel. On I don't. Th- is Ring of Honor on I, a channel? I think it is. If you search, okay. I'm I don't know if you if you can get it live. I feel I like you, you have can, to I've, buy one of those extra channels on the package and then you get it. Maybe. But like, I know, I like, like, I know, um, uh, uh, impact 
uh, whatever it's called now, not, T- not TNA, but it's Impact. Yeah, it's oh, only you, yeah. it's only on YouTube. <laughs> That's okay. The show. That's so pathetic. They, well, Ring of Honor. I may have it may have been through like Roku or something. Uh, Ring of Honor listing. Is it on like? Um, for a while, it used to be on Axis. I, that I sounds can't. Familiar. I cannot, for the life of me, right now, find what it was because it was on like uh hd net remember that <laughs> yeah that was, was gonna change everything man yeah so sinclair broadcasting i don't know huh. but that's that's generic that's like on a whole bunch of things so is it on at like two o'clock in the morning on on my twenty two my twenty seven or something. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's that's fair. Um, like I haven't watched it. I I swear I've just seen it in my TV guide. Well, through what I subscribe to, but I, I don't remember what it's uh, what so, it's on. But anyway, so going AEW. So I, well, actually, now I want to steer a little bit off of AEW. I feel like we've talked a little bit. About it. So now I have some questions for you because I think you were more into this time period than maybe I was of the real big uh CM Punk era, like the pipe bomb and all this other shit and uh like in his height of popularity. You were uh, of you were you knew what's what was going on, right? Uh yeah, but again, I I probably wasn't a big pay-per-view guy. I was more of a okay. fly-by-night, what I can get for free. So Even then. I'm not saying I did a deep dive, but I did go through some CM Punk things. Um, and, I, and I have to tell you, I'm a little annoyed by CM Punk. Okay. I'm a uh, little, it's a polarizing figure by design. I, I don't think he's a bad wrestler. Obviously, it seems like he's a very good wrestler. I think he, on the mic... Probably one of the best ever. I think, I mean, pretty damn good. Like someone who's like, you don't have to give him a script and he still will throw some shoots out. And he, you know, I think pretty good on the mic though. I don't know how good he is. Like, though, I think he is a little shooty. Like it's not a, if if that makes sense, where it's always like, Oh man, CM Punk's keeping it real and he's going off script. So the big moment of his <laughs> career was this pipe bomb. And I don't know if anyone's ever really watched the the pipe bomb. It's his pipe bomb promo that he did. But so I rewatched the the because I feel like I'd watched a little bit, always been clips or something, but, but I was like, oh, I want to watch this from start to from start to finish the the pipe bomb and i would like to rename the pipe bomb uh the morning already oh Talk sorry uh i would like to rename it the cm uh bottle rocket as i'm gonna call it it's not <laughs> okay it's, yeah like so you were underwhelmed i i'm not <sighs> it was nice i bet it was really a fresh uh a breath of fresh air but I'm really, I almost in a sense of like, are you guys like, did y'all really think, um, like, did you think uh, uh, Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin really hated each other too? Like, <laughs> like, 
That's this is a this is a freaking work, and it's not like it comes off as this big old shoot, and it's not. Yeah, it's it's a it's a semi shoot, but it's not a shoot. But maybe that's where a lot of his success and appeal comes from because he's great at blurring the lines there. He blurred the lines, but if have you okay? I'll I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but it's it's the it's the last half of this that really kind of where I'm like, come on, because I'd never I feel like I'd never really watched this promo. Um, yeah, I feel like I never really watched this promo, okay. and okay. I fully I'm sorry I'm trying to pull this up as I'm talking. But that's all right. I uh, I watched it and I'm going, oh, this is like, it's a fun little shoot because he has these uh, big digs about you know, you know I hope you know when you know, I hope when uh, Vince McMahon dies, you know, that'll be great. But too bad it's gonna be run by his stupid, by his stupid kids and uh, uh, his, fa- his son-in-law. I think that's what he what he said. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to pull this up. Sorry for the slight delay of having technical difficulties today. No, it's fine. Can you see that okay? I can see it, yeah. Okay, cool. Let me fast forward to uh, a portion of this that I wanted to play. Hey, Colt Cabana, how you doing? The reason I'm leaving is you people, because after I'm gone, you're still going to pour money into this company. I'm just a spoke on the wheel. The wheel's going to keep turning, and I understand that. But Vince McMahon's going to make money despite himself. Okay, here's another part <clears throat> that I'm a little annoyed by. Because uh, this is a whole thing of his contract was up, and he's, uh, he's going to be leaving soon. Right? Yeah. That was the whole angle of this. Um, when did CM Punk stop wrestling in the WWE? Because, uh, okay, so this is this promo is on June 27th, 2011. When did he oh, stop? Wow. Yeah, it's in 2000. Not so 2014. Yeah, he stopped wrestling in, in 2014. Right. So he pulls this bullshit. And oh, I'm leaving. Blah 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 blah. Then signs an extra three years. Yeah. With the company. And that might have been. I, I don't know if that was the. Oh, this was contract. a negoti- This is a negotiation tactic, I guess. Well, I I think uh, to some degree, because I believe there was one. I don't know if it was the last contract he signed that they had a they had a pay per view on the day of, like his contract had expired. Okay. And he's not under contract. But they have him in a storyline, but then they were going to go another direction. But then they got him signed, so then like he's back. He's back. How big he's of a how it. big of a mark are you? You know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do angles with people like they they had Daniel Bryan no, a few months it ago. It wasn't an angle. It was <laughs> it was like legit behind the scenes type of thing. Okay, well let, let's keep let's keep watching, but. That that part annoyed me. Where I go, oh yeah, well, I remember CM Punk did this, and then he stopped wrestling, and then I look at it, I go, oh no, he wrestled for three more years after this, and then yeah. he never really did anything after this. 
He won the title, wrestled for another three years, and never really made a mark of any sort. Am, am I? I know I'm, I'm belittling his career a little bit at the last three yeah, years. Yeah, I think you're definitely minimizing that. <laughs> minimizing because I, because I'm, I'm trying to think what year it was that he lost a title to The Rock. And that was towards the end. I don't think that was in 11. I think that was further down the line. Okay. Well, so, so let's keep listening to him. He's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. You know why he's not a billionaire? It's because he surrounds himself with glad-handing, nonsensical yes-men. Oh, God. Like John Laurinaitis, who's going to tell him everything <laughs> that he wants to hear. And I'd like to think that maybe this company will be better after Vince McMahon's dead. But the fact is, it's, it's going to get taken over by his idiotic daughter and his doofus son-in-law and the rest of his stupid family. <laughs> Let me tell you a personal story about Vince McMahon, all right? Do we do this whole bully camp? Okay, so <laughs> he does this. I'm going to tell a real personal story about Vince and blah, 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 and then his mic turns off. And it's like, oh, you know, Vince, you know, he really turned the mic off because he was about to tell a story that was off script. Yeah. That was such a work. Don't yeah. tell me anything else. Uh, uh, <laughs> guess what? Uh, <laughs> Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan were actually good friends. They, <laughs> you know, like, let me tell you all the other bad things, you know, things that happen in wrestling. So I was slightly annoyed by CM Punk and his whole pipe bomb. It was a good angle in a sense, <clears throat> not in a sense, you know, because he's the problem I have with it. It's a good angle because it comes off for good. You know, everyone was real excited when he won it. I even remember I wasn't into wrestling, but I was kind of, oh, that's pretty funny and cool. And he won the title and then it was like he stole it and he was going to leave. But in turn signs with him again for another three years and then eventually leaves and then bitches for the next seven years about how awful they are but then goes back and but he just last year was on a television yes. show with wwe so he'll still take a little bit of the money and take a little bit of the fame because i'll tell you right now without wwe do we even know i mean you and me i mean we'll probably know who he is Maybe for, you know, he was a real big star at, at a Ring of Honor. But without WWE, we don't know who no. the fuck this guy is. No. I mean, because he came from the... The independent from the indie, independent wrestling world only. And that's part of his appeal is the guy that you kind of... I mean, it's even a guy you kind of look at and you're like, this guy's a professional wrestler. Yeah. He just kind of looks like a big jerk. <laughs> Look, well, he kind of looks like a guy uh, who fully came clean of heroin. You know, good job. I know his he's straight edge. Of a, and by the way, no, no, no. But but I would say, I mean, I was surprised that I think he's well, he's billed at six foot two. I didn't think he was that tall, but I mean, he's like physically not really that impressive. <laughs> no. I was actually shocked. Okay, when uh he went in the the UFC, I go, "Oh, this wrestler is going to come in." And I go, "Oh, cool." You know, cuz Brock did pretty good, but then I yeah. found out like his wrestling and I like watched him like he's kind of he's kind of like me if I like really tried to work out really hard for like <laughs> a month or two, like I'd be pretty impressed with that, but he's a wrestler. Like that's his fucking job, and he doesn't. <laughs> right, right. 
You just need to, yeah, just do three months of intense workouts and get a bunch of chest tattoos. Yeah, but and you can be your own CM Punk. So again, I'm not, I'm not trying to to belittle the CM Punk thing. And again, uh, one more kind of jab at him, but. The worst thing he ever did was go to this UFC thing because if you're going to continue to wrestle, everyone knows that you got jobbed out by like the lowest of the UFC guys. So now you're going to go and be like, come over here, Brock Lesnar. I'll whip your ass. And it's like, we know that wouldn't happen. Brock Brock Lesnar would would fuck you up so badly. (laughs) Could we believe that? Because like obviously Lesnar did quite well. Yeah. Um, and even uh, Bobby Lashley was in, I think it was Bellator. Yeah, he was, he, in was Bell- in? he was in Bellator. And he did okay. He wasn't. I yeah, but I, I think I, he saw where the, the writing was on the roll. He's like, you know, I, I, this stuff, stuff I'm pretty good at, but I like this well, fake shit where I get paid a little bit more. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Why the fuck do you want to get hit, like, on purpose <laughs> like, <laughs> and make half the money like more than half the money yeah uh no yeah you could just get get hit by accident if you ever get in the same ring with nia jacks oh my she'll, god yes she'll <laughs> break your jaw and throw you into throw your head into the stairs and yeah so things yeah of uh things of that nature but th- this is uh, for, for AEW. like this is uh this is a huge moment this is a huge weekend mm-hmm. for them and it, it is uh, it's great that they're relevant because I think because it breeds competition. Absolutely, I, it will only make WWE so much better. You bring exactly. it, you bring CM Punk in, they go, oh yeah, well, we're bringing Becky Lynch and Brock back. We might even bring. Oh, there's we have told we have, it, I, yeah, I think it's energized them quite a bit and sh- yeah. and shook them up. <clears throat> but also, don't get it twisted that anyone in WWE is even remotely worried about it no because they, they i know they, they know when they release alistair black and they release bray wyatt they know where they're going this is not a oh, oh fingers crossed that they won't sign with AEW. they know exactly where they're going but to you your know, point like competition is going to breed improvement like i you know a couple things that i you know follow and uh there's a podcast i found like from some station up in the better Northeast than this that, wrestling podcast barely <laughs> but i listen to it and these guys are like probably in their 30s maybe almost 40 or so and they've been like lifers wrestling wise and they didn't make this specific proclamation but they at least threw it out there that that weekend of the cm punk return SummerSlam, and i think nxt takeover was that sunday was among the best weekends in professional wrestling history. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying that's being mentioned in those terms. And that's a that's a big deal. Nobody was saying that kind of stuff two and three years ago. Oh, no. But, again, they're our age, which is kind of funny because yeah. the best time in wrestling, to me, feels like and it wasn't like the pay-per-views, but like 1997, 98, whenever yeah. you're flipping back and forth and from it. Cause I, again, I'm rewatching this, this, po- this, uh, this, uh, uh, video podcast 
And I like it took me back because I go, dude, I definitely remember you watch WCW, something really good's going on. Okay, flip back WWF up, some something dumb's on. I'll just keep it back to right. WCW up, something dumb's happening in WCW. Just flip back to WWF. Oh, that one's not too bad. I'll I'll stick with that. Oh yeah, like that we was an watch- amazing time in wrestling, and in, and this is pretty damn good right now. You know, no matter how dumb our stupid hobby that we want to do, this is pretty fucking great. Like it's it's entertaining. It's making us laugh. It's making us forget about this god awful thing that's been going on the last year and a half. It's been something that's it's been a fucking great distraction from yeah. everything else. And you're just kind of like, man, you know, our wives look at us just going, dude, I don't even know who you are. Like, it's dude, just <laughs> there, there's there's a lot of dumb that you have to weave your way through. But when it hits and it hits the right way, like it is, the, it is the best. It's, yeah. it's the best thing I, that you mentioned that. Like uh, I was watching SummerSlam with with both of my boys, and when Becky Lynch's music hit, and like all three of us, all three of us back here just went crazy. And then she comes walking in, like, "What is going on?" And then she has some familiarity, so she's like, oh, she's back now. And I'm like, yeah, it's my close personal friend, Becky, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. She comes from the motherland. Things happen. It's, that's right. It's, uh, it's, fun and it's fun times for sure. So, <clears throat> all right. So I've, sh- I've shooted on uh, CM Punk. I'm sure he'll come back with a promo against me. So, but, obviously. Um, yeah, obviously. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, but... So here's um, and WWE is a an easy easy target to sit there and shit on. They fuck up all the time, and they they screw around. But at the end of the day, it's a legacy. It's a legacy organization. You're yeah. always gonna go back to it. They, they everybody know they they have this product down to a science. It's almost it's just amazing to see how it, you know they they just know everything hit to hit this moment hit this and hit this they have it down to a science so it does get old and it also gets frustrating because they don't do what the fans want to do they you know blah 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 yeah. but i mean you don't always want to do what the fans exactly. want to do i mean that's yeah. you can't you can't do that how wild, how wild either. ass would would Star Trek be if we just did all the fan fiction, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean the the good guys always win in the end, but then you you know you write the storyline that along the way it's not it's not like that the whole way through. You're yeah. you're gonna have sometimes that the fans are let down because you're setting up something else that if you do it right it could be something that's like three months six months down the road. Because you get the big build up and the and the payoff, but I think WWE's problem is they have too much they have too much content. They need to but there's they need to consolidate a little bit. But there's money to be made, yeah. and and they're greedy. And I wouldn't argue that for a second. But what's what's the yeah. uh, what's the saying? There's gold in the tree seats. In there's gold in the streets, and we've got to pick them up. So <laughs> that's I don't know, scoop it up or something like that. I don't know I had to say it in an Irish accent, but I feel like it was said in an I, Irish accent. I, that was pretty that was pretty good. That's not bad. But not bad. they're always they're, subtitles or anything. They're always gonna want to do that. So we can shit on WD. It's an easy product to shit on, but also realize that they're pretty great. 
So here's, and I've actually been listening to a lot of, uh, I don't know why, uh, but uh, Jim Cornette, he, okay. uh, he's obviously kind of a doofus, but he's also really <sighs> in tune to like really what wrestling kind of needs to get back to on some things and really what is successful, which is kind of funny because like he, like he put him in charge of TNT, uh, TNA and like never did anything, which is fine. But <clears throat> the thing about AEW, now we're going to go back to shooting on AEW. Okay. They're going in the same um, formula of, they're going in the same formula of the the 90s WCW, the TNT, which you, you sign these old, these old relics. Yeah. And you try to get a little bump from those while trying to, you know, manufacture your young guys and build up that young talent. Here's where they're failing. And I never realized this. Um, number one, the creative control is, and this is what has made them more popular with some of these guys that are jumping ship or being thrown off the ship and then pit, pulled into the ship. <laughs> but what is alluring to AEW is creative control. And just like with, oh, we don't want to do what the fans want. Well, sometimes you can't do what the wrestler wants either. Right. You, you have to have a creative control because wrestlers, you know, wrestlers will come out with some fairly good ideas, but you always need that booker there to kind of rein things in and p- make sure that the site of what you're actually doing has a beginning, middle, and end, and it's kind of a, a full story arc, and there's something to this. Whereas right. sometimes the wrestlers like, I'm just want to, I want to be a heel guy. Okay, what do you want to do? I just want to beat people up, and I'm going to do this. I'll just be bad. Just <laughs> give me the microphone. I'll I'll do it. I'll, I'll figure it. Out. I'm going to figure it out when I get out there. It's like, yeah, I don't think that's a really great idea. But AEW, which I didn't even realize this is being fully booked by Tony Khan. Like the the son of the air guy who yeah. you know yeah. and he is basically booking this all himself. Yeah. And Tony Khan is basically like me if my dad was a billionaire and I go, uh, I would have started a wrestling company. I just really like no, wrestling. Now there's some there's some relevance to that. And then there's the idea of, you know, the more guys that they want to sign, it's him going to his dad and being like, going to need another few hundred thousand uh, dollars here. Going to need a million dollars here. Bray Wyatt said he wants a million dollars. Can I have it? (laughs) Can I have it? And after a while, that thing's going to come to roost where, I mean, again, it's going to take a while for him to spend all of his daddy's money. Um, now I don't know what the books are. They're a private company. I don't think that's even something that, you know, what is difference between this, you know, WCW and AEW is now AEW is kind of a, um, separate factor to TNT where, you know, TNT, uh, WCW was a Turner broadcasting, uh, property. So it was all kind of interconnected. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like whenever, you know, the AOL, they talk about a lot of the bad bookings back in the day. The real thing that killed, you know, WCW was the AOL Turner uh, merger. Yeah. Right. That, that where they basically, you know, you know, basically hijacked Ted Turner's company and said, Hey, what's this wrestling thing you have over here that makes <laughs> nearly no money? <laughs> it's some goofy thing that this hillbilly wants to do. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting rid of that one real fast. Yeah, who will buy this from us? <laughs> and then here comes, hey, pal. Here comes with his walk. <laughs> That's right. I got a deal for you, pal. Um, <sighs> yeah, so there is a slight difference, though. But with this... And this is, I think, maybe if you've watched AEW and I've watched AEW, the full complaint that I think would have is there's no direction of anything. There's some storylines, but there's really nowhere is going any, nothing is really happening. And uh, they're they're over, um, uh, what am I thinking of? They're overstabled. Which is basically they they have too many groups, they have yeah. too, they have, I mean it's a goofy thing where I'm like, how many damn stables do you have? You have like <laughs> seven stables on this company, right? They're just supposed to be like in the back locker room, just like <laughs> like full on warrior fights all the time, <laughs> like. <laughs> and they don't have very many, uh, not very many titles either. They have four base. I mean, well, I guess five, including the women's. They don't have a tag team title for the women's yet. So, I, I was saying, you know, TNT, the heavyweight, the um, tag team titles. I put that yeah. on as one. And the women's. So, yeah, they don't have a lot of titles, which is fine. But you don't really. No, I think that's okay. I don't you, don't wanna, you, need... you don't want to over-title and have the, no. you know, U.S. Intercontinental and... Um, you know, light heavyweight or whatever the hell, but, um, the 24 seven title, (laughs) the R truth titles. I like to call it. It has its moments, but that's, uh, that's one of those ideas that probably should have just been scrapped. Uh, I remember I was watching new year's Eve, uh, one year. I don't know what year it was, but, they they had a twenty four seven segment where basically I don't even know what show it was I don't know if it was on the the whatever it it was like hey there's wrestlers here this is whoever I don't even remember who had the title at the time it might have been our truth it might have been I thought it was Mojo or something <laughs> it could have uh, been it could have been Mojo but uh, somebody rolled them up and. You know, they do a one, two, three. Oh, we have a new champion. And and it was like funny. And I was like, okay, my parents are rolling their eyes. I think I was watching one of my parents. Like, And then so they cut to another person at the New Year's thing. But in the background, you see the guys who were just fighting and wrestling going, oh, man, we did good. Oh, that was great. And like shaking hands. And I go, <laughs> really kills the allure. The ki- yeah. breaking kayfabe in, in New Year's Eve. Yeah, they they do some funny things with that. Most of the things that they work with that whole bit is the stuff that's taped and it's off site, and you see like Jinder Mahal's lining up a 
seven iron shot on the golf course and then our truth rolls him up in the fairway like that type of stuff well but it's, I mean, just it's, like anything it's, it's, it's run its course so, no 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 i if it just if they just got rid of it like it, if it just never popped up again like no one would really notice and no one would really no one would really care maybe they and could nothing, Vin, maybe they could vince mcmahon our truth well nothing kills the push for one of those characters more than in the middle of another match, all of a sudden, whoever has that title runs through, and one of them is chasing him. Like, like Drew Gulak had a spot on a pay per view, like within the last two years against Daniel Bryan, like an elimination chamber or something like that. Like his own match it wasn't a kickoff show or anything, and now he is just twenty four seven schlock. That's where wrestlers go to die. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah, it is, but. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I have to say, um, again, in, in conclusion, I guess, I don't know, but, you know, AW is doing fine. Um, but I think you need to not worry about going, Hey man, we got Paul White and we got, you know, uh, Mark Henry and I'm going, cool. We got Christian. Which Christian one, that wasn't a horrible signing. Yeah. Well. That's just a personal one for me. Like that, just because that was teased as to it was it was a there was a big name popping up. Oh, that I know, night. and they were like, "Is this gonna be Brock Lesnar?" And it's like, <laughs> and, and I think uh, I think Paul White had to go. All right, it's maybe not like that guy, but you know, it's uh, <laughs> maybe not that big. still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I think it was only sh- shocking because he was you know in the Royal Rumble a month before. Or yeah, it was it was right before that. Yeah, but I mean that's nothing. That's a guy that was, I think, uh, that was probably pre Thunderdome. I just remember he was in the performance center. He walked in just a pair of slacks and took an RKO from Morton, <laughs> and that was about it. I, like that was his <laughs> contribution for the last several years. I think he would have a talk show, right? Oh yeah, I think they had a, a podcast. I think. Uh, well, I mean, like, they would Maybe do, like, the, the, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think, uh, you know, another thing that's come to mind, and I guess we'll wrap this up here in a second. Sorry, it's going to be a little short one. got to get up early. As a kid, I was the biggest Sting fan okay. ever. Sting was the, I mean, very, Sting, very when, cool. Sting when he had blonde hair and, spiky hair or whatever and the, the whatever that face pain was da, da 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 he was awesome and now and i'm not saying he's not awesome but well, he's got to be i haven't looked up his age but he's, isn't he like 58 7 he is older than my dad <laughs> and i'm not trying to belittle my dad but i just measure things off that could my dad go in the ring and wrestle? I don't think so. I think he would fall off the apron and most likely break something. But he's 62. Wow. 62. That's wild. Um, and it's impressive. I'm not going to say it's not impressive. But I also have to say, he has no desire to ever do anything really like... I know he went back to WWE for, I don't know, a few stints. I think it was a Survivor Series and, and a WrestleMania. But I don't think he has any desire to ever really be 
a large superstar. No, I think he's. I think they brought him in to because they because they to paid him with le- Darby Allen and to to basically legitimize this kid. Exactly. Yeah, and but at the same time, it's like after a while, I was like, man, Sting should have left WWE. You know, whenever they got bought out, he like never went to, you know, and then went to TNA, and it was like. Like, what great thing did he ever do there? Besides, besides kill a match between uh, uh, Jeff Hardy whenever he was high on drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> did you right. ever see that? I've seen, you know, I've only uh, seen that from. There's something on the WWE Network about that. No, oh okay. You never seen that? No. Oh my god, it was. So for the people who've never seen this, but um, oh, let me pull it up on here. Yeah, Sting and uh, Jeff Hardy are supposed to have this uh, this match. I mean, it's a championship match. Like it was for the TNA Championship or whatever. And they <laughs> oh, they had a full match. No way. It's not very long. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, it's kind of funny about wrestling. I was like. Do you not like do a wellness check before these matches start? Like, come up to me real quick. Okay, just you know, put your hands out. You know, how you doing? Uh, breathe on me real quick. Uh, oh God, man, I didn't realize how bad this was. But he walks out. Does he walk out? I'm trying to find the. the I think heart. he gets to the ring, doesn't he? Yeah. I thought he gets in the ring, and then it's very obvious that he is not able to proceed further. Yeah. So, well, yeah, he gets to – yeah, he. this one doesn't seem right. This one's not it at all. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to find it. But uh, wasted Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I'm sorry. But Jeff Hardy was too – he was too drunk or whatever. This is that uh, – this is at Road to Glory. Is that what it's called? Oh, Victory Road. Victory Road. Victory Road, 2011. I remember where I was. Yeah. Uh, um, not watching this. Not watching this at all. So he, uh, Jeff Hardy comes out completely smashed. And he, uh, I'm, I know they tried to vamp, I think, uh, I think Eric Bischoff had to come out and go, well, you know, uh, we're going to, and I think Eric, I think Eric, Mr. Hardy was taken advantage of in such a blatant way. (laughs) I think he's, Jeff Hardy's chewing gum. I know. (laughs) (laughs) He he put that gum in, they go, they'll never know I'm completely wasted right now. It's perfectly fine. We've all tried that movie before. Mom won't know. I want you to know that I'm going to be fair. And he, right there, he tells him, you need to pin him right now. Yeah. Like, fast. Really, shake my hand. I want you to know I'm going to be fair. Yeah. That, that, that moment right there, he had to come in to make sure he goes, you need to pin him very fast because he's done. So the, so the match starts, and he can tell... He's just not doing anything. This isn't going to go well. Whatever Jeff Hardy is trying to accomplish and gets right in his chest. 
He's working the crowd listen still. To, listen to that crowd. <laughs> listen to that. 2,000 fans. Oh, my God. Now he Try to hook up here. So does a chop thing. This is actually going a lot longer than I remember. Okay, he's about to do the death drop. It's over. Yep. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's also something you could have done because he just, <laughs> Jeff Hardy just kind of stood there and kind of walked around with someone holding him. Uh, okay. Then... My favorite part of this is so he's, uh, I mean, this is the pay-per-view. This is a championship match. <laughs> the last match. And it lasts less than, less than a minute. <laughs> Hold on, I'm I'm trying to figure out when he says it. Ultra quick victory for the world champion. Well, you can see in Sting's eyes, he's pissed. Yeah, he's very pissed that this is happening. By wow. the way, by the way, singlet Sting. Ugh. Sting is just. <laughs> like he reinvented himself. It's all right. He's kind of got a cool look, no matter what. I'm surprised he's 62. Okay, uh, that's the part right there. Did you hear that? No, we say. Uh, as he comes, as he's going by, the crowd is yelling at him, booing. Oh, I got it. I'm sure someone said that was a shit match, and he goes, "I agree." <laughs> That was really short. It was under a minute. <laughs> yes, that was so. Like, yeah, I know. It goes on a uh, uh, part where I said he was just never wanting to be like super great. He was just like, yeah, I'll go wrestle in TNA. At least I don't have to deal with Vince. And I always think, I always think that's always a cop out. It's like, yeah, I think they would still get Sting over. Like, you know, he's over. Right. But, like, I don't think Sting ever really wanted to, like, I don't know. It's very strange. I have these weird thoughts about it because I'm like, uh, he used to be the shit. Yeah. And he's, he just has that allure about him. But he he doesn't have that, like, go get him, like, oh, I want to be a superstar. I don't know he's 62, right. too, but, you know. But, but even even in the past. Yeah, even the past. I mean, that's I mean that's well over ten years he's ago. Got, he's got the look, and that's why he can do this at sixty-two. I'm sure he takes care of himself, but um, that's why he can do it at sixty-two. And you know, other guys, you know, Ric Flair is not going to at that age because mm, he can't put he can't put makeup on, on to conceal the fact that he's older than your dad. <laughs> I just I, that's the measuring is he is he older than my dad <laughs> <laughs> and i don't think that have they had him doing any singles work in aew I no like it's all been tag team it's all stuff. tag team which is is probably the best way to go you're not going to go oh, yeah. put him in into like a 20 minute match you you put him in a tag team uh, i think the bigger match that they did was uh like a vignette match i don't know yeah. if, if that makes sense but where it's a, a taped match makes him look great, which 
you know, like you think halfway through there, stings like going, I'm going to need a second. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, that's what, that's what they did with the undertaker for the last, uh, Mm -hmm. couple of years that they had him in tag team or they did the, because of the pandemic, they did the whole movie match or whatever with AJ Mm -hmm. Styles and his last one. But like his, was that his last singles match against Goldberg? Have you ever seen that one when Goldberg almost killed him? Yes. Holy it, shit. It is an absolute abomination. But it's all Goldberg actually knocked himself out like within the first yeah, minute in, or so. In the, uh, he ran into the post. Into the post. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Goldberg's like the dumbest fucking wrestler in the history of wrestling. He's such a mark for himself that he's like, Yeah. Oh, I gotta make this real. It's like you're a fucking idiot. This is not real. <laughs> like you ever hear about? Well, I would the, say. Did you ever hear that, that was? You mentioned earlier about the cha- changing channels back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like if it was being watched and we turned away from WWF at the time, I guess it was basically for Goldberg at the time, though. Like if absolutely it, you turn it, and if like this is non-Goldberg, non-Goldberg. No, is NWO talking? Uh, okay, I'm, maybe I'll. That's... All right, the loop, the luchas are out. Now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, as I'm getting older, I'm appreciating them more. Like watching uh, yes. watching Eddie Guerrero, like and Dean Malenko. Oof. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. Okay, well I think we've nerded out enough. Uh, oh, okay, we only did an hour, so that's not too bad. But yeah, hopefully five people will find this wrestling podcast interesting. <laughs> So one, one last question. Go for it. How quickly do you think we're going to get Reigns versus Lesnar? Do you think this is a short term and then Lesnar goes away again? Or is this uh, we building something more long term here? I think they got Lesnar for at least um, WrestleMania. Okay. But they're not going to – he goes, I'm not doing, you know – name your dumb i'm sorry i i'm not doing the crown royal whatever you know crown jewel crown jewel i don't know why i was thinking i'm not doing crown royal i'm not doing the they should rename it that that's Uh, pretty awesome sell it uh yeah i'm not doing the crown jewel i'm not doing uh backlash front lash i'm not doing the chambers of any type you know okay i'm only gonna do I'll do some Survivor Series where we'll build, which again, I think they should do these things. I'm tired. Like they have too many pay-per-views. It was, oh no, they do. They have too much content. They are the, uh, it's like, uh, I think they like should scale and, it back and, down to about six. And NAS, yeah. NASCAR. NASCAR has like 34, 36 races or something. And they need to cut it down by about 10. And yeah, WWE should have a pay-per-view like every other month. Yeah. Don't have eight or nine of them during the course of the year. Yeah, and I think um, oh, I, d- I did have a point here I was going to get to, but yeah, I think uh, they're going to build it up. They'll probably do a little something with him in su- for Survivor Series, and then come to the culmination at WrestleMania. I'm really, really interested to see what they're going to do with with Paul Heyman, and I know Paul yeah. Heyman's got it, you know. That's the only reason, again, um, and I can only say this in the short term because I haven't watched. Paul Heyman, it seems wherever he goes, you, know, you see how I would say Raw, the Raw 
uh, product is not that great, whereas the SmackDown product is so much better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Does it seem to be that it's a Paul Heyman thing that when Paul Heyman's and he's like, well, I'm on I'm on SmackDown, so we're going to make SmackDown good. Uh, you know, plus there's yeah, I think it's a bigger deal with Fox than it is USA. You know what? Okay. And as as us just talking. Okay. Um, you want to do some fantasy stuff. You know, you you can sign your CM Punks, you can sign da 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 whatever. Here's the big signing that old Tony Khan should do with his daddy's money. He should okay. he should sign Paul Heyman. Okay. As a real EVP, not, you know, the young bucks and Kenny Omega EVPs. Uh. I'm talking about make Paul Heyman the decider, the firer, the everything. And if Paul Heyman had free reign, full money, and the direction of the entire thing, Paul Heyman could make absolutely... Because what is the one thing that he... uh, Again, he didn't have full control of WCW when he was there. He was just some dumb manager. Right at ECW, he had uh, five thousand dollars in his mom's basement, and and a ponytail, and a ponytail, and and he still made ECW like look back at that. It's the shit. It's fucking great. Yeah, stuff you can't do today. But oh no way! <laughs> oh my but god! Is, do you? He, I mean, he is pretty. He's pretty brilliant. He's, I mean, he's an absolutely brilliant. So I'm, I'm interested to see what Paul Heyman can really bring out of this. Is this going to be a, I mean, again, we're going to, are we going to see a face Brock Lesnar, which I'm kind of interested to see. So, yeah, I mean, the initial response to it was positive, but I just didn't know how quickly they're going to turn this thing now I'm not say, now I'm not saying Brock Lesnar. What's the next pay per view that's coming up? Uh, I'm really bad at this. Rules. Extreme rules. Oh, so spare. In a few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Stop with extreme rules. Bring back the King of the Ring for shit's sakes. Um, and I think they are bringing the King of the Ring back. Um, yeah. So I'm not saying that he, you know, Brock won't show up at Extreme Rules. It's quite possible. To kind of fuck with the whole, uh, you know, but he really doesn't need to, in a sense. I don't think so either. You know, I think he maybe he can, you know, find one month out of the year for him to show up on SmackDown, cut a promo, and and then Brock just shoves him off and goes, "I ain't gotta beat you. I've already beaten you like five times now." Right. You know and. You know, kind of go off of something like that and then make Roman like furious or something like that. I don't, I don't know. Should be interesting to see. And then ha- what you do with Paul Heyman. Does Paul Heyman, you know, stab Roman in the back? Does, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. I don't know. I, I, I hope they drag it out, you know, for whether it's all the way to Mania next year or at least to Survivor Series or the Rumble in January which I hear is going to be in St. Louis. Um, What's going to be in St. Louis? The Royal Rumble 2022. The Royal Rumble. Should we close? So, uh, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I hope they drag it out that at least that far. Because my whole deal is 
if they do Reigns Lesnar and Reigns wins, I think that means The Rock is on his way for WrestleMania in Dallas. But if they do, I mean, this could just be Lesnar is just an unstoppable force and he came back and he ends this thing. Sorry, Roman, but <laughs> your your run is over. And that's a, that's a possibility. And I think that would be one of those things that it might be cool. He's face Lesnar and all that. It's cool until you get like the day after and you're like, oh, crap, what do we do now? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're going to see. Uh I guess we'll end on Dudley, the the Dudleys, uh, doing a promo on the fans. Did you ever see this one? <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Some people hate to hear the truth. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, I don't think this is it. <laughs> But uh, it's a consistent I really, part of this podcast. I really want it. This is why you need a producer to watch these before the clip goes on, and then you. Um, well, he does. He does his promo on uh, on this mother daughter that are like sitting in the front. <laughs> it's such a great. Promo. Have you ever seen that one? I don't think so. Oh my god, man! I really can't remember what time. All I. Oh, will it actually show like all these? Oh no, this is. I thought it was like a. But, uh, but. Oh, you know what? This might be it. Freaking love ECW. TNN. What a channel. <laughs> what was the heat wave incident? I don't know. Well, he's got to get on it. So to to build it up is like he does his promo and he starts like shooting on this mother daughter in the front row. And not one, not two. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay, this might be it. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, there it is right there. Oh God! Whoa! EC Dub, EC This is, uh, by the way, this is not. Uh, this is on the Nashville Network. <laughs> no, this is a pay-per-view or heat wave. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is not on TNT. <laughs> I oh, don't okay. think they would allow that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Bubba was wow. fucking wild back then, dude. He was wow. so wild. That is... Uh... You've never seen that before? No. Oh, God. I don't, I don't I, think I have. I don't, uh, I don't condone any of that, but I find it funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moms, teach your kids whatever you want. But I mean, I don't know. It's so just because, like, you're like, I cannot believe this was in the same age of like, like when I was a kid, we were not watching ECW at all. No. Like that was not. This is for. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it for probably. 
people your age, because I, mean, I guess in 97 you might have been in high school? Oh, uh, God. Uh, 97, I was out of high school. Damn, you're fucking old sometimes. <laughs> uh, so sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah, so it might have been like college, and you're like, well, I'm going to watch, like, you know, Bret Hart or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. So EC Dubs, like, that's the uh, spot there. Sorry, right, man. We'll definitely get on Bob Dudley. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an ender. That's an ender for sure. Have a good night, Jay. See ya. Uh, Yeah.